Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick begins a message entitled, A Cure for Eye Trouble. In this lesson, you will discover the keys to effective living by walking in a kingdom lifestyle. As stated on the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus himself serves as the example of how to disarm the enemy God's way. On this broadcast, Brother Rick introduces the message by sharing about how God promised him that he would reach multitude of thousands for him. Then he read his text taken from Colossians chapter 2, verses 8 through 15, and teaches us two ways to look at eye trouble. And now, here's Brother Rick. Still love you. Isn't that good? Isn't that good when you know people and love them? <laughs> when they know you and continue to love you? And uh, many of you, I, I don't know you. I've not had the privilege. But I just want to inform you we're going to spend eternity together. So get to know me. Amen. I might be living next door to you. Amen. But uh, it's a joy to be with you. I appreciate Pastor's invitation to come and to share the Word of God with you and Many of you are close friends, and if you've never seen me before, how many has never seen me before? Put up your hand. Y'all yeah, been blessed a good long while. Amen. But uh, it is a delight to be with you. I am very thankful to have my wife with me tonight. We have been in ministry and married 34 years. I think I'm not going to be in trouble. 34 years in April. And uh, so many times she's released me to do what the Lord has called me to do. And for almost 10 years or so, I was gone from home some 250 days a year. How many knows it takes a very special person to be able to allow me to do that? And I just honor her. In fact, I've told people before, if you know anything about Rick Clinton and you know that I'm the mouth and she's the brain. You know that when we get to heaven, I won't have any rewards because I'll be pushing her wheelbar of her rewards. She has been more than a helpmate to me, and I love her, and I'm so glad she's with me. It's also good to have some of my team members and spiritual family with me tonight as well. I began to ask the Lord what he would have me to speak on when I came here. I really believe that we need a word from God. How many believe that? In fact, I believe the time we're living demands a word from God. We don't know what we're doing. How many say amen? We're clueless on a strategy. They don't know in Washington. They don't know in Wall Street. We're in trouble. And I'm saying, Lord, speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. And then when he spoke to me the message he wanted me to share tonight, I wanted to vote another message. I had some other things I really wanted to talk about. And the Lord spoke a message to me. And I said, Lord, this seems odd. <laughs> seems strange. It's been a while since I've been with the congregation there, and it don't seem like I should speak this, but the more that I sought the Lord, the more I couldn't speak anything else. You ever had him do that to you? Give you a word, and you realize he's saying to you, you're just the donkey I'm riding in on. You just say what I tell you to say. And I looked at other things. I'm just being honest with you. I looked at other things and skimmed over some stuff. Have you ever done that? And every time the Lord would bring me back to the same word. Now, let me share with you 
that the word that came to me came to me just a few days ago when my eyes flew open. I've never preached this message in my life. Never even knew it, really. But when my eyes flew open, the Lord spoke to me. The older I get, the more the Lord speaks to me when I'm semi-unconscious. Either I'm a dreaming, sleep. You know, the Bible says old men. I'm kind of worried about that. Old men dream dreams. And I told him I know why. Because we take more naps. We sleep more. Amen. If he's going to talk to us, he's going to talk to us most likely when we're unconscious. And I find out he either speaks to me in a dream or he speaks to me when I just wake out of sleep. And the other morning, I opened my eyes. And when I opened my eyes, the Lord said, I trouble. Now, I don't wake up good. Some people wake up whistling. I wake up about two or three hours after I get up. But I heard eye trouble, and I'm like, eye trouble? <laughs> my eyes had just flew open. Eye trouble? What? See, the way God captivates my thinking is he gives me something I can't forget. And as I pondered that, as I mother, what are you talking about? Eye trouble. Somebody got eye trouble? I need to pray for somebody with eye trouble. What? <laughs> the Lord captivates me. Well, I remember a number of years ago, he spoke to me a word that my voice would reach multitudes of thousands for his kingdom. And I thought, why would the Lord use multitudes and thousands? That's not proper grammar. He could have said either one. He could have said multitudes or thousands. And from Thursday to Saturday, I tried to get that out of my head, multitudes of thousands. Why would he say that? And then come Sunday morning, I walked into church, and a man said, young man, come in. He laid hands on me and said, God's going to anoint you with fresh anointing. Your voice is going to reach multitudes of thousands. I'm thinking, why would you say that? I just got that out of my head yesterday. I just pondered on it, pondered on it. I couldn't get it away. Like a song hung in your brain. You ever had that? And when the Lord spoke to me, I trouble. As I pondered that, the Lord began to give me a message I want to share with you tonight. Now, before I share it, as one guy said, before I preach, I want to say something. And tonight, I want to say something. I want to tell you that I believe 2009 is going to be a year of transition and a year of transfer. I believe there's a shaking going on, and I'm just going to release this tonight. You can take it for what it's worth. You can judge it. You can can it. It's just whatever you feel like you need to do. But I believe 2009 is going to be a year of transition and a year of transfer, and I believe those that are going to share the spoils must learn how to disarm the enemy. Are you listening to me? And let me just go a step farther. I believe the days of mamby-pamby peripheral Christianity is coming to a screeching halt. It won't be long till we will know who is on the Lord's side. Now, keeping that in mind, the Lord began to speak to me this message of our trouble. Now, I want you to open your Bibles to Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. See, the problem in the church is, I'm afraid many times we don't know what victory looks like. I was talking to a brother at the elevator in India a number of years ago. And he said, you know, Pastor Rick, there's a difference between Christianity, Indian style, and Christianity, American style. <laughs> I said, explain, brother. He said, we're standing at the elevator. In America, you become a Christian you only push the up button. God blesses you, pours out favor on you. You get a new car. You get a new house. Everything becomes wonderful. La-di-da-di-da. He said, everywhere else, you push the down button. 
you give your life to Jesus, they burn your house. They strip your family. They beat you and you die. And I thought, what is victory? Jesus style. Can I read to you scripture? Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 says, Beware lest men spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the traditions of men, and after the rudiment of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principalities and powers in whom also you are circumcised with the circumcision not made by hands, in the putting off of this body of sin, of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through faith in the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Ye being dead in your sins, and in uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven all your trespasses. Now notice verse 14 and 15. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against you, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. Therefore, having spoiled all principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them all. Now this is a victory report but how did that victory report come into being how did christ disarm the devil it's not the way that many people think he became a baby born in put in a manger raised in poverty humiliated ridiculed beaten spat upon made fun of mocked whipped with a cat of nine tails and ultimately he died <laughs> sounds more like india than america but through this became victorious and i realized that our ways and god's ways are quite different as i studied about eye trouble naturally it's a little tongue-in-cheek title that I'm giving this message, A Cure for Eye Trouble, because the eye trouble I speak of can be looked upon in two different ways. Number one, it can be actual sight. How many of you realize that the problem many times is we don't have spiritual eyes to see things as God sees them? Amen. How many of you realize and have deemed things to be an absolute disaster that you found out later on in your life was the greatest moment of change you ever knew? See, the problem is we don't know how to see as God sees. And because we can't see as God sees, many times we judge wrongly. So there is the ability to see it. And I'm afraid many times we, we lose sight of spiritual things and we view things as the world views them. And we don't have the eyes to see. Many times we're like a servant with the prophet that we need prayer. Lord, open our eyes that we can really see you for what you are doing. So there's that type of eye trouble. And I think we have certain degrees of that kind of eye trouble in the church in America. We see things, I think, sometimes not really the way they are. And then, of course, there's the capital I trouble. There's the my kingdom. 
and my desire and my will that gets in the way of the kingdom of God being carried out. So not only do we have the inability to see things as God sees them, many times me, myself, stand in the way of the fulfillment of God's will. We have our rights. We have our wills, our desires. I remember when God called me to pastor in Texas, and I hated Texas. If you're from Texas, please forgive me. But I hated Texas. I had been to Texas before. I remember leaving Texas and blowing a kiss at the sign saying, you've seen this hillbilly for your last time. I hated Texas. Looked like where God was creating and run out of stuff. I'd come out of the mountains of eastern Kentucky. It's beautiful. There's a desert. And I remember God calling me to go down there. And I didn't want to go. So I called my mom for a second opinion. She knew God pretty good. I thought maybe she could talk to him and get him change his mind. So I called my mom. I never forget. I said, Mom, the Lord's calling me to Texas. What do you think? I never will forget her response. She said, you don't belong to me. I said, is there something you need to tell me? I'm the 14th child. Surely you didn't adopt me. What do you mean? I don't belong to you. She said, let me go a step farther, buddy boy. Now, that was a name she called me when she really wanted my attention. She said, let me tell you something, buddy boy. You don't even belong to you, much less me. You're wasting your time. You need to get off of here and get to packing. That wasn't too comforting, but it did release me to Texas. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page, or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's afruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.